Caleb Rose fronts the band Chainstay, and he's connected with The Antidote. It's good to have you here. Yeah, it's good to be here, Dave. You and I have met a few times, but we've only spoken about your other band, Must Build Jacuzzi. Yeah. Why did you decide to start something new? Yeah, I was I was going to ask if you remembered um, meeting us with that band, because I I think the, the one time we met you in person and did a little interview for you was at Audio Feed one year. That's right. Yeah, I think it was like 2016, 2017. Isn't that wild? Yeah, it's crazy how, how time flies. Um, but to answer your question, um, like Must Build Jacuzzi is still a band. I didn't decide to quit anything with that. It's just the past couple of years, life has kind of um, happened and we've all moved away than our central Illinois location. Mm-hmm. We all used to be in the same town. A couple of us moved away. And we are still able to make it work. And now it's like our bass player lives in Cincinnati, Ohio. Our saxophone player lives in Minneapolis. Trombone player lives in Madison, Wisconsin. (laughs) Like I live in St. Louis area now. So we're still kicking. You know, we play maybe maybe one or two shows a year at this point. Chainstay kind of just stemmed from me moving down to the St. Louis area not too long ago and just really wanting to start a new project to actually start playing some gigs playing one show a year with must build jacuzzi isn't really scratching that itch wanting to play a few more shows than that Mm -hmm. i kind of just had a handful of song ideas my friend thomas kraus who i met through a friend group down here he has been a fan of must build jacuzzi uh and he actually did a drum cover of one of our songs a couple years ago oh cool so when I was thinking of members to get a hold of for, you know, try to get this new project off the ground, he was the first person I called. Well, it's obvious that Chainstay is pretty different from Must Build Jacuzzi. I mean, there's no ska happening this time. It's all punk. Mm-hmm. Is this the real you? Um, I guess it's probably the more of where I'm at right now. Mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong. I still love ska and I still love punk. It's just kind of the, the past couple of years have kind of led me to writing a little more i guess emotional kind of emo pop punk type stuff Mm -hmm. i've just kind of wanted to sort of do something that was a little different like even must build jacuzzi's kind of newer stuff sort of leans into the more um kind of pop punk sound if you if you will but yeah you know just kind of wanted to try something different so how do you make this work as a two-piece it's funny you mention that the the only reason we're or started out as a two piece is just from a lack of being able to find other people that wanted to do it. Right. So essentially, uh, Thomas and I we started writing January of last year, and while we were writing, we were like, okay, you know, let's let's try to find a, a bass player and a lead guitarist to to fill the band out. But we found it was really difficult as we were learning and writing our own songs to then try to audition somebody else. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I guess we ultimately came to the conclusion at the time that it was going to be easier for us to write and record like a five song EP and get it out there. And then after we release it, then start looking for the other members to fill it out. And to answer that, we did just add our friend, uh, Riley Hershey to bass. Mm, Good for you. We uh, finally got around to, to be able to have a practice this week. It was actually just this Tuesday. And um, 
he fit right in. He's a great bass player. He's a great songwriter. So I'm really excited to excited to see what the next um, you know, the next things that we're going to be putting out are. And then we're also going to be auditioning a lead guitar player. It's coming together. Mm-hmm. We've got to talk about Chainstay. Now the thing is, I find most punk bands, at least the ones with Christian members, generally have relatively happy songs. Right. But that's not what's heard on Chainstay's debut EP, Trying to Hold Together. I mean, it goes in the opposite direction, because the songs are sad. Yeah. Like the one titled June, where it says, I closed the front door for the last time in a house I no longer call my home. Speechless there with a blank stare. You got to tell the story. Yeah, so for anybody that doesn't know, um, I actually went through a divorce probably around two and a half years ago now, and it was just a really difficult time. So that's kind of where you know a lot of these songs I started writing stemmed from because I felt like you know maybe this was a little too sad and down to be must build jacuzzi. Mm-hmm. So that's why I was kind of wanted to start more of a kind of emo project that I could really kind of express these feelings I was going through. Because essentially, I mean, that's kind of what happened. My ex and I, we we were married for five years. And just through the circumstances, uh, it just didn't work out. And I was definitely, you know, really devastated about it. Like that was probably the hardest two years of my life. Um, the album, Trying to Hold Together, like the lyrics kind of pieced themselves together as I was going through that time. And then it was last spring was when I was really putting them together into full songs. Right. It's, uh, you know, going through those hard times and just ultimately emerging a stronger person at the end. You spoke about this being an emo project, but of course the reality is, is that most emo bands, they were fictional stories that were made into songs. But this is you. This is you dealing with your real life. Yeah, I tried not to fabricate anything. Like the song Parking Lot is very much a very specific event that did occur. Mm -hmm. I got some bills that, you know, got sent to my house. And, uh, you know, I just had some stuff I needed to give her. And we just decided to meet up in in a parking lot to do that exchange. So that was probably during some of the most rough times it was really difficult to have that interaction at the time. Mm -hmm. Like on the drive home, I started getting some lyric ideas and a melody in my head. So as soon as I got home from that, I pulled out my, uh, my acoustic guitar and just kind of started strumming around and then ultimately came up with the idea and the, and the chorus for that song pretty much right on the spot. Well, let me pull in some of the lyrics from that. I'm still a rack when I'm around you. Wish I didn't have to be. I tried to hold it together, but this is killing me. If I'm being honest, I'm still getting through this. The thing is, you're really okay with sharing an experience like that that's so personal. Yeah, I know it's... (laughs) With a lot of these kind of sad songs, you almost sort of need to be in a certain headspace to hear them, because sometimes it can just sound almost a little too, like, raw. I've just kind of taken inspiration from a lot of other sort of similar kind of emo revival acts I, th- I think a lot of the bands in like the mid 2010s i feel like emo kind of shifted from kind of being like a stage act in a lot of ways you know like i guess bands like my chemical romance you know they they kind of had a 
like a theatric kind of aspect to them. But I think emo sort of transitioned to back to a more just really vulnerable and emotional subject matter and for a lot of bands anyway. And I just kind of felt like this was what I kind of just needed to write. It's definitely different, you know, like I said, from Must Build Jacuzzi because we love having a fun time in that band and just, you know, partying. But this was just the the opposite, just kind of definitely the polar opposite. So I'm sure some people that, you know, may have known me from the other band be like, oh, I wonder what he's going to put out in this band. And it's like (laughs) maybe not what they expected, maybe not really what people wanted, but it's just kind of what I felt I needed to needed to get out there. Let's lighten things up a little bit. A really long time ago, I used to be a bike mechanic, so I do know what a chainstay is. Okay. But does taking on that band name make you a cycling geek? Well, I will say, uh, like, our drummer Thomas Krauss isn't here to speak on this, but when we were thinking of band names, we were kind of just going through a whole bunch of different ideas, and every time I thought of a cool band name, I would write it down on a notepad, Mm -hmm. and then I would say, okay, I have to look it up later. I have to see if they're already a band. Because one thing I personally didn't really want to do is have a band name that somebody else already has. Yeah, for sure. And especially with one-word band names, I feel like those are getting even more and more difficult to be an original name. So every name that I thought of, it was already taken. But I was just thinking, what are some interests that we're into? And uh, Thomas is really into cycling. Like, he does... Uh, he does citywide races and he's done like cross state and and I think even cross country, like multi-day cycling trips. Oh, he's hardcore. Yeah. Yeah. He's like actually hardcore. He's got like a multi-thousand dollar bike and he, you know, he does this legit, like this is one of his main hobbies. So, um, I was going through a list of components of a bike. I found the name chainstay of a bike and I was like, Oh, that sounds cool told Thomas I was like how about the name Chainstay I was like it you know kind of pulls into some of our interests the name happened uh probably like three months before we actually were announced as a band and yeah for the longest time we were just going as a band with no name we were just like you know eventually we'll come up with something (laughs) I was like hope we come up with something before we get ready to release this it wouldn't be the only time it's happened I'm sure I'm sure of that Hey, I want to bring in a song that kind of surprised me. Drift has the opening line, I'm not the best at conversation, and I'm sorry that I never was able to stay out of the clouds. Instead, I smile and nod my head anyway. It really makes it sound as if you're unsure of yourself. Yeah, so one thing I definitely struggled with in my relationship and even just life is I I have, you know, kind of mild ADHD So I find it really difficult a lot of the time to stay focused in some conversation and kind of one, I guess, disagreement that we that we always kind of had and that kind of led to some animosity. And in my marriage was sometimes not listening or, um, you know, kind of spacing out sometimes. That's pretty much what that line means. What I'd really like to know is, was the point of creating trying to hold together to help you heal? I, I think it definitely was be just because throughout the whole time I was going through it, I knew that I wanted to make a record out of it. Not to like, you know, to say, ooh, this bad thing happened to me. Now I have, you know, good material to make an album with. 
it was more of this is probably the most authentic piece of music I've ever made. Mm-hmm. You know, my life's always been like pretty good for the most part. I didn't grow up in a really, you know, kind of bad family. I, I love my family. I really had a great upbringing. So I kind of feel like at times, you know, a lot of punk rock music and stuff like that is written from a place of desperation, kind of come from a coming out of a really bad part of their lives and learning how to grow through that. But this was like the first kind of life event that really just like punched me in the gut and made me really need to figure it out and work through it. So Mm -hmm. I just felt like I had to make a a record for it. Just get all these thoughts I had in my hand to paper. But then how do you do a follow-up to the CP? You'd have to a whole new vein of thought. Yeah, it's, it's definitely a, a, Good question. The next DP, I think it's going to be a little more of, I guess, the growing process of like, what's the next step in life? Mm-hmm. Probably won't have as many specific, you know, moments of my relationship so much. I think we're all still trying to get to where we want to be in life. Cause I mean, right now, I just recently bought a house not too long ago. Congratulations. Thank you. <laughs> we'll say I won't go into how crazy it was, but I mean, this market, it was not a, not an easy thing to do. And so I kind of had to make some sacrifices in places where I, like, I'm not necessarily living where I want to right now. And I, there's things I'm still trying to shoot for. There's places I want to go. There's things I want to do. I think whatever comes next is just going to be a kind of an evolution from trying to hold together lyrically the healing only really comes towards the very end mm-hmm. with that album because most of it is just very straightforward, just sad, you know, kind of the the raw feelings. Right. And then I think the next EP or album, whatever we decide to do, is just going to be more of the the healing and moving forward from that. Well, I guess we're certainly going to be looking forward to anything new coming from Chainstay. Because what you've got out now is great. Yeah, thank you. We are definitely looking forward to recording new material soon. I've actually started uh, writing the next batch of songs. I've probably got three songs demoed out right now that we're going to practice and really solidify, and everyone's going to add their their take to it. But you know, like we're trying to hold together. It was recorded with Thomas on drums, and then I recorded all the guitars, then the bass and all the vocals. So I pretty much did everything instrumentation wise. I'm really excited just for the next handful of songs that will have a full band to be able to record their parts. How cool. You'll definitely see more music from us in 2024. I can tell you that. That's great. It's been good having another chance to talk to you, Caleb and sharing about Chainstay. Thanks for coming to the antidote. Yeah. Thank you so much, Dave.